Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Twisted Travelers Podcast. As always, I am your host, Chris, and I am joined by my co-host, Jack, Mr. Thrilling Moments Photography himself. Jack, how's it going? How's it going, you celebrity? Celebrity is a little bit much, I think. Um, You've had those encounters. I have had those encounters. Okay. Can we, let's just start a tangent. Can I tell that story? Yeah, we started an hour late. Let's tangent already. Um, I will never forget um, the first time I had someone message me and ask, like, could we meet up and hang out for a bit? I was like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Do I do I do it or do I be like, ah, oh, nah, man, I'm not really into that. I ended up, I ended up meeting up with him. I can't, I'm so sorry if you're listening to this. I cannot remember your name. I'm a little loopy tonight. I'm a little tired, uh, but I just remember he was super cool. So I will like, it was a great first experience. So ever since then, if people are like, yeah, I want to meet with you. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Um, but we were at Magic Mountain. So it's like, it's not even my home park. I'm just on the other side of the country, which was just, it was a lot to take in. Okay, back to, uh, so I'm doing good to answer your question. <laughs> um, how are you doing? I am doing just fine. Ready for a good episode. We have an average size news, a brand new Ride of the Week segment. As always, your guys' listener questions, which... If you want to give us some of those, join the Discord, link in description. And a big, big old trip announcement. We've been teasing big things are coming for the past few weeks on the show now. And, and you get to hear exactly not what that we're good talking things. about. Um, but yeah, we're announcing our trip plan for the 2021 season. Uh, well, and I, we're not announcing all of them. We're just announcing like the big stuff. There's still like we're going to be at Dollywood for myself. And Chris will be at his Florida parks. And you know, Chris is coming to Dollywood at some point, and I'm probably going to end up in Florida in the fall. We're announcing the big stuff, the stuff you actually care about, and probably some of you will see at this. So, Probably a lot of you, considering there's a couple massive events that are involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's that. But, um, so yeah, that's going to be the episode. But before we hop in, uh, of course, we got to shout out Patreon. Make sure our patrons. patrons while um, I forgot yeah. to do that a couple of weeks ago. Um, base, uh, da, 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 da. Okay, we still only have the five. Um, so our patrons are Bryant at our Diamond Elite level because we are fancy and copy Six Flags because they copy everyone else. When I think fancy, I think Six Flags. When I think fancy, I think Six Flags. Oh, yeah. I just course. see Mr. Six going, just doing that at, like, it's just some fancy, like, dun, dun, Six Flags restaurant. Okay, keep going. Hold on, hold on. It's just... You're not even looking. Look! Yeah. No one else is going to enjoy that except Chris and I. Um, but yeah, so we have Brian at the Diamond Elite level. Uh, Graham 
and our new uh, patron Shane at the diamond level, uh, Grant at the platinum level, and Jaden at our gold level. So thank you all so much. You make this podcast possible, and not only possible, but cheap for Chris and I to do. Um, uh, I think it's a little, little less than cheap. I think it might completely pay for itself and give us a little extra. It uh, pays for itself and gives us a little extra, which brings me to my first announcement that I totally haven't mentioned to Chris. We're going to have a Patreon goal. And that Patreon goal is going to be to buy Chris a new microphone. James, we talked about this. We're getting Chris a new microphone. We'll talk about this after, but sure. We're talking about it after. We're talking about it now. Okay. You are always open to give us money. I'm not going to complain about that. And that's definitely something that I want to do, but... When Don't we feel get to, obligated. Give us money if you want to. When we get to, let's see. Hold on. I have to hold on. Let me do math. When we get to thirty dollars a month, we can justify buying Chris a new microphone. So that is going to be our goal. When we get to thirty, Chris gets a new microphone, which makes Jack's job easier because you're getting this one. End of discussion. That's fine by so me. So everything is the same. Yeah, that works for me. All right, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Let's, Let's do, do this. It. All right. Weekly news. Our first story. Uh, this is a big one that started with Hershen, and now it's gone to Cedar Fair. Uh, and that's COVID restrictions. Cedar Fair is going completely opposite of last year, going super lax. So um, reservations are still kind of a thing. That's unrelated to COVID, though. The main things with COVID restrictions is masks are not required outside only indoors, and they're going full capacity. I, I mean, this is a sign that things are getting better. Obviously, nobody knows when's actually like the perfect time to do this. I do think it's a good thing that parks are starting to get it out there so that we can work towards getting back to normal life. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, last year they were like the complete opposite. And... Probably a good move this year, considering with things getting better, they're going to have a lot more people come back with less restrictions, I think. And we, we literally saw that evident today, uh, considering yes. there was queues for literally everything trying to purchase or make reservations on Cedar Fair's website. Me and Jack I wanna were buy, both I wanted involved. to buy a Fastlane Plus for buying a Fastlane Plus. Like, where was the Fastlane Plus Fastlane Plus option? Cedar Fair, That's you're good. missing out How here to make some wait? money. Um, I ended up saying, screw it, I'm not waiting, and my dad put it on another monitor on his computer. I think he said he waited, like, 45 minutes to get our reservations. That's weird, because, uh, I ended up waiting in a queue that, where I was 37,000th in line at one point, which might have been a bug, and I only had to wait, like, five minutes. Okay, so I think that 37,000th in line, that was like, you were the 37,000th person to use it today for the entire chain. I don't think that was number was just Yeah, you're probably part. right, because I only had to wait like five minutes. Um, And then when my dad and I, or when my dad got his, we did this at like two in the afternoon, so peak times. Um, I put my phone open and waited through it a few times, and I forgot to go back and check it, so I missed my window like four times. <laughs> I was like, ah, well, screw it. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, okay, so I want to talk about the mask thing for a bit because it's been kind of polar 
it's you either seem to love it or you hate it in the community and i see both sides to it but i think what it goes back to is that the cdc has said now whether or not you want to believe what the cdc says or not is your opinion um but they've said that as long as you are outside and properly socially distanced so six feet away from people not in your party you don't need the mask now i think the issue everyone sees and i mean it's pretty glaringly obvious um is everyone going to necessarily stay six feet away from people? That's the big issue. And then I also have questions. Um, so, like, are they going to have, like, is it going to be an enforcement for on-rides? Like, I didn't see. Is Like, are they going to make you wear it on a ride? Or what about in stations? Because, like, the one that popped in my head, I don't know why it's always this ride, but Millennium Force. Like, it's station's not, like, fully enclosed. Cramped. But it's also not, like... Uh, it's yeah. not like a full-on building, but it's not not a building. So does I a station count as a building? No, I have I get, no idea what they're going to do with that. I'll be interested to see. I mean, we'll find out soon enough. They're opening, but mm-hmm. who knows? I, and so, like, Lightning Rod at Dollywood, like, its station I would count as a building because there are doors for the train. But then I get to a ride like Diamondback where it's just, like, a floor with some posts and a roof over it. Yeah. So does that count? Same thing with pretty much every Cedar Fair station. I mean, Dragster is incredibly open. What, the dra- I mean, that? Dragster does not even have a thing over its unload. Millennium Force's unload is nothing more than a glorified I-beam with some tinfoil on top of it. Yeah, Millennium's um, is literally just an awning. I mean, Magnum's only has covering on the load side, not even over the train, I don't think. So mm-hmm. I, some certain cases it could be applicable, certain not. It, it was uh, one of the things I was, and I think that's going to be the other frustrating thing to me is because I'll be honest, like if I can socially distance from people, I'm not going to have an issue taking my mask off. I'll be vaccinated. Um, but I think what's going to drive me nuts, and what honestly might just make me say, "Yes, yeah, screw it, I'm just going to wear a mask at all times," is I don't have to deal with this on off on off on off crap. Yeah. Um, so I, and I have not been to Dollywood since I used their mask restriction. So I have no clue how bad it's quote unquote been or how good it's been. Um, but you and I were texting a bit about this earlier. It's one of those things. I honestly think they delayed their opening so they could ease the guidelines and be more attractive to guests. Um, it actually makes sense. It, like and, before there was really no reason that we knew now it kind of makes sense. Yeah. And I think they were really playing their cards, hoping vaccinations would be going well and they would be able to be, yeah, we're going to open as close to normal as we possibly can. Um, as also, this is just kind of, we can kind of go this rabbit hole cause it was something I wanted to ask you about. So with COVID, I mean, it changed a lot of how parks operate, what are some things you want to see stay and what are some things that we want to see die immediately? Um, I mean, once we're like good, you know, I, I'd like to see it go completely back to normal. I, yeah, but I don't want anything to stay. If I'm being honest, I just like to see it except for maybe virtual food stuff mm-hmm. being better and all that. But like, I'd love to see it just go back to normal once we actually can. Well, yeah, I, I'm 
not I'm not disagreeing like normal, but there are certain things like virtual queue at Universal was very nice. That was there um, before for a lot of rides, though. Yeah, but that's you know they're going they're even a holiday world. And I know everyone complained about that, and at that park, yeah, it kind of didn't make sense because there's not much to do if you're not in line for a ride. Um, but even that was kind of nice, especially during Hollywood Night. So I was like, okay, I can spend all of my time taking pictures and not worry about being stuck in line for a ride that has no angles in its queue. Um, other things, I'm, I would by no means call myself a germaphobe, but yeah, cleaning the trains every once in a while was kind of nice. Um, Yeah. I've got some horror stories. I will we will have to get one of my friends on to tell the horror story we have from Thunderhead cuz that one is hilarious. Um but it's, I think Cedar Fair is really playing their cards that they're going to be a, to open as close to normal as possible. And I think we I mean we talked about it already. The demand is there because there were 37,000 people on day 1. Yeah, it's going to be a process, but it's actually, like we're going to get back to it. Actually, I want to see if I got on right now, if it would make me get in one of the lines or if it would just let me. Let's say I go to Cedar Point, safety and reservations. Reserve now. Oh, it actually just let me right through. Hmm. Kind of surprised. Well, it is 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. Um, But still, that there was a lot of people that wanted to get on there today. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that was kind of a winding segment about Cedar Fair uh, and their new COVID policies. Next, what I think we we gotta say one more thing. It's not the same across all the parks. Kings Island and Cedar Point don't have the same thing. So it's very similar though. Most they're similar. Most of it's just in what parks are requiring reservations, what parks aren't. Um, Oh yeah. So if you're listening to us to get your facts, make sure you check what if your that park you want to go to is requiring reservations or not. Yeah. All right. Next up is something that Jack is very passionate and angry about. Okay, I would not go that far. It's just one of those things. I was, I wasn't quite expecting this change to be made, and I don't know quite how I feel about it because it, out of every, oh, so we're talking about stump pilot and it's new. I, I won't call it weird. I'll call it new shaping, uh, compared to the other raptors. And out of all the things, like I okay, the raven turn becoming more of an Immelman, fine with the twisted airtime hill getting a little more twisted, fine with. Drawing some of it out, fine with. But this one, I was not expecting and I kind of don't like. And that's that the lift hill is actually now going to be like, I think it's, I don't know if it's steeper, if they've just stretched the footprint of the ride out. Um, But like levels off and is going to turn and then drop, from what I'm guessing, just looking at connectors, maybe 80 degrees at the steepest. I don't know. It just doesn't look like it's going to have the... um, try to murder you feeling that the current pre-drop and drop on the Raptors have, which probably is my favorite part of the entire ride. Like if the rest of it weren't there and you just went straight to a break run, I'd be like, yep, that was still worth it because that drop is just nuts. Um, 
So that's my rambling thoughts on why I'm not happy that it's changing. But I also understand that the other two are maintenance nightmares. So my opinion is that it doesn't matter that much. The ride's still going to be good and also a good chance it's going to be better with these changes because it's not going to try to hurt you. That's my opinion. Just depends on the trade-off between aggressiveness and comfort. I don't think it's really that, like, I I doubt they're going to mess it up. It's still going to be a good ride. Um, And I'm looking forward to it hopefully being a little more comfortable, even if you have to trade off some of the aggressiveness. But I can see people getting getting angry about uh, about it. Because it is going to make the ride less aggressive. You can already tell. But, um... I still think it's going to be a really good coaster. I mean, I mean, it's going to be a good ride. I just don't. It's like, I uh, know we've said it before on the podcast with the, with the, even the original Raptors and probably with stunt pilot too, they need something else. So the more mm-hmm. I think about it and I know we've it's Jersey devil is probably going to be the penultimate one right now because it's got more. Um, but also with that I don't I still don't think Jersey Devil's gonna be quite the punch that the original two are but it's gonna make up for that I think with its longer length and probably murder drop with those stupid long trains and that drop because you've seen the pictures you you know you know <laughs> um this is just one of the stupid things that I saw it today I was like what the heck um, just wasn't expecting it, so. Yeah. All right. Third Sticking up. with Silverwood. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is something that I literally didn't see till tonight, uh, or until, like, right before we started recording that I wasn't expecting, and that's Tremors is getting iBox track. Um, as someone who hasn't ridden Tremors and does not know if it was, quote-unquote, rough, Maybe this is a good change. Is it necessary? Who knows? But uh, yeah, that's happening. Cool. It'll probably make a little part of the ride smoother, less bumpy. But uh, I'm sure it's not going to make a huge change. It'll still be a very good ride. I think the only thing is, I think it's going to do two things. I think it will just make that part of the ride smoother. Not going to have like that characteristic wooden jolt. I'm expect so basically what I'm expecting is it to feel exactly like lightning rod does now just with instead of just being topper and eye box it's going to be just traditional wooden topper and eye box um and it's going to have a roar so enjoy the new roar silverwood it is a true hybrid now it is it Welcome is everything it is literally everything possible you've There's got two of you've them got in the, the topper, world you've got the wood you've got the eye box it's more of a hybrid than rod at this point I mean, fair-ish, but uh, there's two. There are two true. There are going to be two true hybrids in the world now, if you ask my opinion. Lightning rod and uh, tremors. Although White I make lightning. a funny point. White lightning. Oh, that's true. That's three. White lightning. Okay, three. I do make a funny point though. Lightning rod's uh, transfer elevator table has always been iBox. They broke the record a long time ago. Yep. Number one in the world. See, even if you start counting that, then that means you don't have the full credit for Rod. <laughs> right? If you're counting the transfer track, you also have to include the transfer underneath, right? 
Well, yeah, that's actually those. That literally is just like a steel eye beam. I mean, does it not count? I mean, in that case, we could go and say that nobody like, has any credits. We could go on and say that like ninety nine percent of enthusiasts don't have the entire Millennium Force credit. I do. I mean, that's true. No, you don't. You haven't written the transfer tables on that either. No, but I'm no, but how how many people have rolled from have gone from the unload to the load? Other people, people bought VIP. Ding 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 ding. I've got to do it on Dragster and Millennium. I have the full credits on those rides. Do you? No, you don't, because you haven't written the transfer. We are not counting the transfers. You haven't written the transfer. You don't have the full credit. You have a little bit more of a credit than the other people, but you don't have the full thing. You have like 0.95 of a credit. So how do, so what I'm hearing is we need to go in and time our credit counts by like 0.95, and that's our actual credit. See, the actual truth is the only credits that everybody has fully is like kitty coasters that don't need transfers. That's it. That, those are the only real attainable credits in the world. So whoever has the most kitty credits is the king. I mean, and then you have to like ride Cobra's court, curse twice so you can get both of the elevator tracks. That's true as well. Same with Cannibal. There you go. Big we figured it out, people. You don't have any credits. Wait, 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 wait. Real serious question. If you get a different elevator track, is that just an entirely new credit? Because that like changes the experience, right? <laughs> Maybe, but what if they change the power of the trim brakes on I three hundred five? Oh, it's totally a new credit. What if they yeah. change one wheel on Phoenix? New credit, completely. Okay, let's stop <laughs> making fun of people. Next, stop making fun of ourselves. <laughs> Next, um, <laughs> monster at Grunalund has been delayed. It'll open soon enough. I'm not too worried about that at all. No, um, it looks like a great ride. The, the near miss. Oh, uh, who was it that's been doing all the video updates that got the ride? It said it was fantastic. So, yeah, I forget who that is as well. But shout out that person. Uh, yep. it looks good. It looks like it has some good near misses, but it did get delayed. That's just a quick little thing. Yep. Okay, the big Another one that everybody's freaking out about. Oh my gosh, I think Kurtzlaw were coming. Okay, who cares at this point? Jeff, you get tired of stuff too quick. All right. I'm sorry. Everyone was posting about it. Yeah, because it's big, and we don't get news like this that often. Anyways, there is some massive record-breaking Gerslauer coming to the States that's been confirmed in 2022. Now, obviously, everybody had to theorize, where is this going? And uh, the leaders seem to be A, Dollywood. Or B, Cedar Point. Now, guys, that's all wrong. It's Wild it's, Adventures. No. What? Mm -mm. It's going to ZDTs. Oh. They're just going to build it on top of the go-karts. Yeah, they're, they're building another floor to the park. <laughs> they're just going to start making a skyscraper. <laughs> they're, take, they're, do, they're taking the RCT2 net level like method to an entirely new level like oh we ran out of room just build another level just build another so they're basically here's what i'm like okay that would be funny if it were just a smiler clone and they just put one more barrel roll at the end i'd laugh my head off it's 15 now we've got the record but um they won't do that because the two key things with this ride that were stated were it has unique terrain 
or challenging terrain to work with, they said. And it is a unique layout, so it's not going to be a Takabisha clone or anything like that. My thoughts are either A, either US or World Inversion Record um, at Cedar Point, potentially, because Cedar Point has that unique terrain. It's Everything has to be compact. I, yeah, I was going to say, so when they say unique terrain, because Cedar Point is not what I would call unique terrain, I would call that being landlocked and having yeah. to get creative. Yeah, um, no, you're right. It's, I mean, it's un- it's a unique setting and landscape, but I would not, it's flat. That's yeah. not unique terrain to me. Unique no, terrain, yeah. immediately I'm thinking Dollywood or Silver Dollar City, because name another park in the United States, minus Six Flags Magic Mountain, because we know it won't be them, because we know what they're getting next. Um, and we that know that has a decent enough hill Glenwood that Caverns. would work with Gerslauer. It narrows it down to Dollywood and Silver Dollar City. Glenwood Caverns. Okay, now that would be freaking awesome. Um, and I probably would like say, screw it, I'm flying to Cal- Colorado right now. And to I ride would it. come with you. Um, that would be freaking awesome, but is it really in that park's budget? Probably not, but <laughs> I still think it could be Cedar Point, potentially. Um, the other one that was tossed around was Kings Island, but I do not think they're going to another record-breaking ride, record-breaking, um, immediately after Orion. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, as far as Dollywood goes, and I tossed this idea around with Jack, and we'll see. But my thought would be less inversion record, considering their clearing goes all the way back behind the train tracks. It is a big clearing, and more potentially tallest beyond vertical drop in the u.s and have something kind of like a hyper maybe karnan stretch all the way back my theory has been there has been for a while a like building marked out foundation in behind wildwood grove that after some very shoddy late night googling work roughly matches the size of karnan's tower Oh, what? Oh, did I not tell you about all this? No. So, yeah, there's a building. It's been marked out for about 10 months now um, that I originally thought was for a dark ride. But it's roughly the same size as Karnan's Tower. Oh, my gosh. And so my working theory is that Dollywood is going to get a hyper Gerslauer in the style of Karnan, would the world, or would the United States, only free fall lift hill? See, that's the part that's kind of a reach. I don't know if they would do something like that. That seems like only something, only something Europe uh, would be crazy oh, enough see, that's to why do. That's so amazing because all of these Tennesseans would be like, they're like, "Have you ran the Wild Eagle? Because it scares living daylights out of me." They get on that thing, they and they would, would have it. to install a permanent vomit bucket at the bottom. I would laugh my head off taking people on that ride. It's like, come with me, come, come on, come on, let's do this thing. Get them on it. We're going up the lift hill, and it's just done. done. I'm just, and it's just all of a sudden. And I'm like, See, I, I still feel like just that's kind like... of a reach. I don't care. I want it. Let, let me dream. 
You get Velocicoaster in a couple days. Let me dream about this. Oh, I hope it happens, but I, I, I don't know. It's a huge mystery. Who knows what it'll end up being. If it does end up being Karnan in the U.S., I'm going to freak out and immediately... I, I will go to opening day if it ends up being that. I'll just say it. If it's like, at I promise Dollywood, you right now. If it's at Dollywood, that couch is all yours. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> For that, I'm there. But yes, it, I think either Cedar Point or Dollywood is what it's going to be. It's going to be interesting to follow this. I will say as much as I enjoy like, okay, we get to do the speculation stuff. I part of me kind of is like sad. Now we know when one of these, like we're going to know like now, and I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on Dollywood, like a lot more avidly than I have. So, um, but I'm going to miss that like surprise announcement feeling we're going to get. Because I remember when they announced Lightning Rod, no one saw it coming. And we were like, wait, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see what it ends up being. Nobody knows. But, uh, I mean, everybody's going to speculate. All right. I think that does it for news, which means we could just start a new ride of the week. Mm-hmm. So we finished up our Wheel of B&M Mediocrity, also known as B&M Floorlesses. And we were talking with our patron, Bryant. Uh, we have failed the not mentioning him in an episode. We'll try again next week. Um, he gets shouted and, out for patron every I know. every time anyway. It's impossible. Unless you, okay, what if we said minus that? I mean, it would probably be possible. We've done I mean, it before. It would be possible. <laughs> it's, uh, anyway he was we were uh, talking with him earlier and he suggested we do shore scoffs for our next set of four so we've got four shore scoffs to choose from mindbender at six flags over georgia shockwave at six flags fiesta texas six fiesta texas over texas new revolution at six flags magic mountain and scorpion at bush gardens tampa um uh. i think chris and i have I've written three of these. Chris has written three of these. One ish. of them I haven't written in a long time, so I can't. I said ish. <laughs> yeah. All right. I have the wheel ready. You ready? I am ready. Spin the wheel. We. All right. It is Mindbender at Six Flags Over Georgia. So, Jack, yeah, we're you getting, have fun. We're getting. Okay. So. Despite all of you being like, oh, I haven't ridden it in so long, it has also been a hot minute since I've ridden this ride. Uh, let's think. 2017. Um, I've not ridden this ride since I met you. That's There's, there's the first. Um, it's a fantastic ride. Uh, the terrain usage. I mean, I know it's kind of using like a sewer ditch, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> but still, hey, it's better than nothing. Um, it's a really, really solid ride. I love the two loops, super intense. Uh, the terrain interaction's fun. The tunnel at the end is fun. Um, I guess in, I, we call, we're calling it Mind Biddler. Mind Biddler. Mind what? Bender. I'm, I told you I'm tired. Mind um, Fiddler. Well, what is it? Riddler's Mind Bender now? Riddler's Mind Fiddler. The Riddler's Mind Fiddler. I'm just imagining the Riddler fiddling with a, like, during, okay, that might make that a show art this week. Um, why? Just go. Anyway. Do your job. My job? You think we get paid for this stuff? We do. Um, Have you seen our Patreon? 
we Shout don't take. Um, I'm kidding. We don't take that money. It goes right back into the show. I lost my train of thought. Mind fiddler. <laughs> Mind fiddler. I'm sorry to anyone listening to this. Um, Mindbender is a really good ride. It's intense. It's fun. And I need to rewrite it because I barely remember what it does, to be perfectly honest. I just remember it's intense and fun. Okay. My turn. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> That's about all I could say. It's situated. It hey, the best part about it is you get off and you're 30 feet from the best Batman clone. That's true as well. But... I haven't ridden it since I was like eight years old. I've been to the park once since then when it was operating uh, and I needed credits and it had like a 45 minute wait. So I passed on it. Little did I know the next two times I would go to over Georgia, it would be closed. Uh, one thing I will say is this thing has quite a bit of sway. The one time I, it was there when I like when I was there and it was operating. Um, but yeah, looks pretty solid. Looks better than shockwave. I hope it's open next time I go. Looking forward to writing it again. Can't say anything else about that, but I do have the credit. That's all. Yep. Okay. So there's ride of the week. We will be back next week to do another one. Okay. Listener questions. This is the part of the show you all control. Again, if you want to give us questions, join the discord. The link is down below. Um, Starting this week off. If the new Texas giant incident never happened, how many Eurofighters would be at a Six Flags park? This is uh, this is from Grant. This is an interesting question. Let's just think for a second. Parks where that could be a potential fit. Uh, also, Darien Lake doesn't count, he said. Obviously. Yeah, he did. Um, Great Escape. Laurent. Probably Laurent, America. Mexico. Frontier. Or do they have one? No, they don't. They don't. Discovery Kingdom. And that one's I'd call that borderline. It's just big enough where I might say no. It's just small enough where I might say yes. I mean, they've added a free spin, a wild mouse, and that Harley Quinn thing like three years in a row. So I don't think True. they have an issue with capacity like that. I, so yeah, I'd say probably four or five. Yeah, I'd say four or five. And of course, this is assuming nothing else happened uh, between... Gerslauer and Six Flags. Um, and I also think it goes back to the fact that it really wasn't Gerslauer's fault, but we're not going to get into that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd probably say four or five. You know, Six Flags would always just look for something to clone. Maybe we'd see some bigger size infinities at the larger parks. Who knows? But yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I would say for the Euros. Okay. Next question. Best shoes for parks. This is from Shane. Jack. Um, okay. So best shoes for parks. You could, I think Chris and I would probably agree. You can't go wrong for a very long park day. You probably can't go wrong with a good pair of tennis shoes or something comfortable. You're going to be on your feet. So you want something comfortable. I know Chris, you were, um, what is it? I will. I'm. I'm not. I'm not opposed to wearing Crocs at a theme park. I love wearing my Crocs to Dollywood, um, mainly so I can take them off on Wild Eagle. That's that's my big thing with this. I like to be able to ride like wing coasters and inverts without shoes on because it's such a cool feeling. Like you do. You don't realize how much like wind blowing through your toes is like amazing, but it is. 
Yeah, I'd just say unless you're planning on riding a lot of water rides, just don't go open-toed or anything that will fall off easily. Mm-hmm. Or will rub against you in any way like that. I Just tennis shoes. Good tennis yep. shoes. I've got one pair of... It kills me. I've got one pair of shoes. They're so freaking comfortable, but they rub the heck out of my ankle. I hate. I can't wear them to a park because I will have blisters. Yeah, I feel you. Um, so yeah, that one's good. Uh, what's next? Next one. What is a defunct ride you wish you'd experienced that is not a roller coaster? And this one's from Klaus. Okay, I have um, three. Okay, let's do. Let's do the. Do you have like one in like the number one, or do you have? Or is it just no order for you? There's really no order for me. Well, I have one that's at the bottom. Okay, let's start there. I'll do mine that's at the bottom. Okay, my bottom one is Superstar Limo at California Adventure for the <laughs> memes, and I'm 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 being serious. I want to see how bad it was. I'd love to ride I, it and see how bad it was. I had forgotten about that ride for probably a good reason. Um. I would probably say my bottom one would be Curse of Dark Castle. Uh, Uh, I mean, mainly just because everyone was so sad when it closed. It's like, I want to know what I was missing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I don't even really know what it was in the inside. Me either. (laughs) Who knows? It'd probably be decent, though. All right. Uh, Second, for me, it would be uh, Extraterrestrial at Magic Kingdom. I never got to ride that, but apparently it was actually an intense and kind of scary Disney ride. I'd be interested to see how that was. I mean, I know a lot of people loved it. It's not there anymore, and I never got to uh, experience it, which is sad. But yeah, I'd like to go back and get a ride on that. Um, my middle one would be Tomb Raider at King's Island. Um, everyone who got to ride it said oh, that I ride was like so... I'm, I think we picked like entirely different ones which is good because content but everyone that i know that got to ride tomb raider at king's island was like oh my gosh it was fantastic and it was themed and all this and that building has just sat there for so long yeah i'm like oh i want to know what was like to ride that so tomb raider is one of those i've always been fascinated by yeah i agree i understand and number one for me which i think is going to surprise some people that i never got to ride this and that is jaws I knew that was coming. Yeah, I'd love to have gotten to try it, but um, we kind of took a break from having Universal Passes when I was younger and got Bush and SeaWorld for a while instead uh, and never went back before it closed and I wasn't tall enough for it before. Wish I would have gotten to, but what replaced it is something that made Jack cry, so that's all right. That is true. And Jack and Tears is probably not something a lot of people want to see, but it's true. Um, oh, so my number one is also at one of the Universal Parks. It is Back to the Future. Um, if you know, I have a slight obsession with the Back to the Future movies, and I never got to do the ride. Really wish I'd gotten to do the ride. I didn't either, but it was Simpsons with a different movie and different. I don't movie. care. It's Back to I'm the not Future. Put it up there, but I, it, I, get I it don't care. It's Back to the. I future. understand. Okay, that was uh, defunct rides that we wish we had ridden, but not coasters. And we have one final question, and that is also from Shane. Inverted or sit down? I think, I mean, for me, I've got to say sit down just because sit there's down. more sit yep. down than inverted. I love inverted coasters, but there's it's such a broad 
thing. It is it is such a broad category. And when you compare the number of really good inverted coasters to the number of really good sit down coasters, it's like twenty to one. Um it's got SLCs. <laughs> yeah, those are there's a reason I said twenty to actually and probably could go close. Shut up. No. <laughs> You're wrong. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No. Um, no, I'd say sit down for sure. Yeah, I agree. I don't think you get to an invert in my rankings until you get down towards the 20s. I think so. like 15 or 16 is mod 2 for me. I so. think Talon's at 24. That sounds somewhere out right. Inverts, they're so good, the B&M ones, but like... Everything else is garbage. There's a lot of other really good sit-downs. Well, and then, so, okay, we say the B&M inverts are good. They're all good, but there's only it's a few to find of them great. that are standout. Yeah, there's not Bond many. Bond 2 is great. Banshee, in my opinion, is great. If you, if you say Banshee, I'm going to fly through the computer screen and punch you. I'm writing it again this year, which we're going to talk about in a second. Batman at Over Georgia is great now for that a I can get behind. It's great for a different reason. <laughs> that and ride. Listen, it's that not ride. super high in my rankings so, because it's a clone and I've ridden the layout before, but my goodness, that thing moves. Oh, no, that thing is super high in my learn. I don't care if it's a clone or not. It's too good to not be that high in my rankings. So that ride, I did been, I've been thinking about this ride a lot lately because I really want to ride it again. But that ride, I think it wakes up every morning. It, it lights up a cigar takes a good puff and says today i'm gonna choose violence and then damages itself <laughs> and then tries to My tear goodness. itself apart while trying to also kill the people on it because and, it's and running the eight seconds faster than it should be yeah batman over georgia hey man I, we've raved about this ride so much if you haven't been to over georgia that's the you, i don't care goliath is good twisted it. cyclone is good that ride is so good that pro- I'm. I keep think I'm like I'm Goliath dead serious. That might be my favorite ride at that park. See, I fully respect and understand it, but I'm sorry, Goliath is. I mean, Goliath is fantastic too. I I can get behind that. So is Cyclone. I have Cyclone. So is Cyclone. They have a really good one two three punch. They have more than a one two three punch. Literally everything at that park is the best of its type. Scorcher's the best stand up. Blue Hawk's not bad. Great American Scream Machine is awesome. Night rides. Superman is the best of those clones from what I've heard. I haven't ridden the other ones. I uh, the other ones. That's the yeah. best one. Hey, well, it's because it it's the over Georgia is the original, so it actually uses the terrain the park has. Yeah, like. They, they have a lot of good stuff. Go to Over George is what we're saying, even mm-hmm. though they hate photographers. But apparently they've been better from all my friends. I wonder why. I wonder been, why. <laughs> been this year so far have said it's not been bad. I'm still, when I go, I'm not risking it. I'm not taking the beast. I'm going to take my 70 to 300. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. The technical terms that no one's going to understand. So. That was questions. Okay. Thank you guys for questions as always. Yep, rant about sit downs and inverted coasters. So I love how we were like, "Oh yeah, sit downs," and then we just rant about inverted coasters for. It was mainly minutes. Batman, but mainly Batman. But okay, uh, you've seen the show title by now. You know what we're about to talk about. It's time to announce our 2021 trip plans. Um, this is the big trip plans. Uh, there's going to be other small stuff we'll like drop throughout the season and crap, but this is the big one. 
Chris and I are going to be together for some of it. We're going off and doing our own things for other parts of it. We will be on these trips uh, at the same time, though. Yes. So Chris's trip is longer, but also looking at all of these parks, there is um one of them in there's one no sorry two trip parks on this entire trip that you're doing that I have not been to or will not ha- or will yeah because I've been to the rest of them so. Mm-hmm. you really like you're doing a lot like your trip is a lot longer than mine but my trip doesn't need to be that long because i've done all of it <laughs> yeah i'm doing so. a lot of catch-up this year uh writing a lot so we'll uh, i'll just start it off you because... start we're gonna go so we're gonna go day by day um and yep. tell you what's happening each day so chris starts because his trip starts a few days that's right mine. so uh june 2nd is the day i leave june 3rd is the first park day uh, for any of us, for me only that day, though, and that will be Beach Bend. Uh, I've heard some interesting things from some friends about this park, so we'll see how it goes. I'm not I'm, I will. Sorry to interject. I'm not going to lie. I probably will be at Dollywood that day since I can't go at like I originally planned. Um, I probably will be at Dollywood that day, but yeah. that's not really part of the trip. Beach Bend, um, excited for Rumbler. We'll see how that day goes, but that's how we're starting it off. And then the next day, June 4th, first day of Hollywood Nights, I will be there riding Voyage and Thunderbird. Jack will not for personal reasons, basically. I mean, I'm going to tell them what it is. Okay, so. well, yeah, I'll be there for uh, first night, and then second night, we both will. So. Yep, so June 5th is when my trip starts. This trip was originally supposed to start on the 3rd, just like Chris's um is but uh people were dumb and they're like so do we want to do your graduation in early june and they're like yeah let's do it it's like what date june 5th and i'm not gonna lie when i found out about this i literally walked straight into my principal's office and i said are you kidding me and he's like nope i'm like and i just turned around and walked away it's like that was not happy that day um uh so yeah i will be walking that morning because i was threatened to within an inch of my life by some of my friends if i didn't um literally sadie said she would kill me and then my dad and i are driving to indiana to participate in the hollywood nights ert that night we're literally just coming for ert i don't care it's we're doing ert and we're gonna make that picture happen so for those, I mean, I'm going to graduate. I'm going to be in my full graduation regala. I might as well ride the voyage in my cap and gown, right? I mean, so there's going to be a full train, like 24 with uh, Chris is going to be right there with me. We're going to have a bunch of our friends. We're going to take a full train and we're going to get that picture of me coming over that last airtime hill with that tassel sticking straight up in the air. That's all I want. I don't care about anything else. I just want that picture. And a marathon Thunderbird. Yes, that that'll be that night. So yeah, uh, I know a lot of you guys will be at Hollywood Nights. If you see us, feel free to say hi. But yeah, that's basically how the trip is starting off. And then I bet you you can guess where this is going. June sixth, we will both be at Keys to the Kingdom at Kentucky Kingdom, uh, riding Lightning Run and Storm Chaser, but mainly Lightning Run, <laughs> or yeah, also we'll be- just talking to people. Yeah, we're going to do Lightning Run uh, and Storm Chaser, mainly Lightning Run. I'm going to spend a good portion of the day doing pictures and stuff, um, because if it's anything like it was last year, there's going to be so many people, I'm not going to really wait in line for much. 
Uh, and then, yeah, that's going to be, that's keys to the kingdom. We got, I know there's some exciting stuff planned, uh, but yeah, it's going to be fun. June 7th, the next day. So we're kind of doing the same thing and we're kind of not. Yeah. So in the morning, we will both be at Kings Island. Kings Island. See, I'm scared to say it that way because, you know, but. Hey. I know it's not I'm good about. <laughs> I am okay, not the one who made the spelling on. mistake. Let's move on. Uh, yeah, we will both be at Kings Island riding Orion, Diamondback, Beast, Mystic, uh, Banshee, all the great rides that they have there. I will be there all day, and then Jack. You so, know. yeah, my dad and I, we're going to do Kings Island that morning. Um, I we we've already discussed it. We're, we we want to ride Diamondback, Mystic, Orion, Banshee, Flight of Fear, and Vertigo. That's really that we kind of have a hit, a hit list. Um, we don't need to ride on the Beast because at this point we've just given up on riding it in the day because it bores us. Um, yeah, we're gonna do our hit list at Kings Island, hang out with Chris for a bit. Um, and then we're going to, I forget the name of the restaurant. He and I found a local dive we want to try out. So we're going to hit that up. And then we're driving up to Sandusky and finishing out that day at America's one and only rock and roller coast, Cedar Point. Right. And then June 8th, we will both be at Cedar Point and we will have Fastlane Plus. So that's going to be a very, very good day. Uh, yep. We're going to have a lot of fun. Just, yep, I so, mean, everybody knows what we're there for. It's the Intimates. Yep, we're going for the Intimates. I will be doing my Intramun Trifecta run. I will be starting at the Millennium. Or no, sorry. As all trips to Cedar Point must start, we start with Top Tail Dragster. And then you go to Maverick, and then Millennium, and then you just do that all day long. Maybe exactly. run up for a ride on Raptor. Steel Vengeance, maybe, sometimes. Then maybe do Steel Vengeance. I don't really care about... The only... So that's hey, the it was plan. on your list and, for rewrite. So I got a... Um, Cedar Point, re- I mean, for sure the three Intamin, Steel Vengeance. I ne- I want to re-ride Magnum because it's been a couple of years, and I want to ride Raptor because no trip to Cedar Point is complete without riding Raptor, in my opinion. Um, I mean, since we have fast lanes, we can pretty much probably do whatever. See, the only thing about Raptor that drives me nuts is it's the only coaster at the front of the park I care about. So I got to walk all the way up there just to ride Raptor, and then I got to walk all the way back to get the stuff I care about. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's not a small park. <laughs> um, but that's the Cedar Point plan. I also, there's already like a photographer hit list um, because I have failed since 2017. No, no, 20. Yeah, 2018 was when I took a camera to Cedar Point for the first time. I have failed since 2018 to get pictures of Millennium Force running from in that freaking park. Same with Dragster. I am changing that this year. All right. That's going to be a good day. I mean, with Fastlands, we're going to ride a lot. June 9th is when we split up. So I will stay at Cedar Point. No Fastlane this time, though. And I'll just ride, you know, whatever I can. Uh, but you are doing something else. Yep. So my dad and I tentatively, this is the tentative day. Because it is all dependent on Steel Curtain operating. If Steel Curtain is operating reliably leading up to... I think we're going to push buying our Kennywood tickets back as long as we possibly can. If it is running reliably, we're going to Kennywood. 
and doing Steel Curtain and that. If it is not running, we've discussed a couple of options. We're either going to tack on another day at Cedar Point, or we're going to go do Dorney or Hershey at one or something in Elton, Pennsylvania. We had talked about Waldemere, but Waldemere is not open on Wednesday. So I wonder why I'm doing extra days at Cedar Point. Yeah, I know, but we kind of, see we have another event to make it to, so we didn't really have that luxury. Yes, yes, I understand. So that's the ninth, the tenth. I am doing another day at Cedar Point. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to complain about being at Cedar Point, but there is a bigger reason that we kind of just gave away uh, as to why I'm doing three days at Cedar Point. Jack is also going to continue on his own way yep. to give so- El Toro its shot. El Toro gets its shot. I'd already said that I've already said this publicly June 10th. I will be rewriting El Toro for the first time since 2017, giving it that chance. Everyone says it deserves, even though I don't believe them. Uh, we're also going to get on Jersey devil. I know Bryant is driving down from Connecticut to join us. Um, there are talks about possible joining of the one and only John Mike at Green Adventure that day. It's got, uh, the drunk riders are going to be there with us. It's going to be a full-on pre-party at Great Adventure. I also know there were talk. We've 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 thrown it around. I don't know if it's actually happening or not yet, just because we haven't decided. We've talked about maybe doing Maury's Pier that night, but that is a very up in the air. But Great Adventure is happening. El Toro. You better not throw away your shot. And if it does, then we can keep up with the memes. June 11th, the next day, is Waldemere. For me, I'm going to get to ride Ravine Flyer 2. It's been a bucket list for me for a long time. Very excited for that. June 11th, what are we doing that day? Uh, oh, yeah, we're driving to Six Flags America to do all of the mediocrity that is there. And um, I think I don't, it was a couple of weeks ago on the drunk rider. Someone asked like, what are you looking forward to most at Six Flags America? And I think we all quite simply said leaving. You haven't even been there. No, I'm not. Um, one of the, okay. Here's a random thing that Chris thinks I'm crazy for. I'm very much looking forward to riding their Superman because I have this weird like thing for stupid straight track. Um, and that ride is literally all stupid straight track. Yeah, so I never I'm, said I'm not looking forward to it. I mean, I think it'll be good, but it's I'm good. definitely looking forward to it more than you are because my 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 favorite part of the Millennium Force is that little straight bit at the end, and this is basically like a ride that's full of that little straight bit at the end. Pretty much. I mean, we'll see if it gets redundant. That's the only thing. But yeah, June 11th, gonna be having some fun, just different spots. June. 12th, I will be at Kennywood, Steel Curtain, hopefully running. Obviously, Phantom is a big ride that I have not ridden yet. Looking forward to that. All the wooden coasters, going to be a good day. Yep, and I will be joining the Drunk Riders and Coasters and Brews and, I guess, Buzzed Bars plug um, for L... Uh, L Stumble... Um, we were, supposed it's, to go to we were supposed to go to El Stumble. This will be Stumble, or Virginia is for Stumbles. Uh, we are doing King's Dominion with the Drunk Riders and Coasters and Brews that day. Going to get some I-305 and Twisted Timbers fix in. 
Um, also get some rewrites on Dominator, go up the tower, cry over the volcano plot, you know, all the fun stuff. Night ride on Grizzly, if they're open that late. If they are, I think they are. Oh, lucky you. But yeah, uh, so I'll be at Kennywood June 12th, you'll be at King's Dominion June 13th, I will be at Hershey, I'm hoping Stormrunner opens. It's not looking too good right now, but I'm still hoping it does. Super Duper Looper will be open, and I will go straight to Laugh Track to get the credit, but obviously the thing I'm looking forward to most, everybody knows it, and it's called Absolutely Dying on Skyrush. I mean, okay, do do I try one time with my hands up and see if I fall out or not? Or should I not? No, you ha- I mean, I did it with my hands up, so I think but you'll I, be fine. Maybe. You never know. I mean, it's not going to be as just, bad as Verbolton. Just looking, King's Dominion it. is open till 9 p.m. that night, so night ride. Oh, you'll have some so, fun. I know this, this is... I really do want to ride Still Curtain. But part of me is deep down inside is hoping they don't open so I can be like, let's go to Hershey so I can just marathon Skyrush all day. Loki might be the better option. I mean... Listen, a big reason as to why I am choosing to do this trip instead of something like California is literally because of Skyrush rerides. Like, that pushed the edge for me, really. I'm I'm so excited to ride it again. It's such a good coaster. Yeah, it's Skyrush. I would really like to rewrite it next year, but I've been to Hershey twice. I've got all the credits. I don't really need to go back. So it's only going to be commodity if I do. So, mm-hmm. um, and then the thirteenth, which is the last day of parking for me, I will be at Busch Gardens Williamsburg, hitting my three hundredth roller coaster, hopefully on Pantheon, also with the drunk riders. It's going to be a heck of a day. Very, that's it, it's a good ending to that trip because that's a park that's been on my bucket list for a while, and it's one of those parks we've been like, oh, we'll go next year. Oh, we'll go next year. Finally getting to the Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, uh, and it's, I think, it's the last major East Coast park I need that's not north of New York, so. I was about to say New England, but you, you clutched it there. But yeah, so June 14th, that's the end of your trip, you drive home, sad Jack. Yeah, we've, again, we've, we've we, there, there were talks about maybe adding another date at Williamsburg, could happen on the, for the 14th also mentioned carowinds don't know yet right 14th for me is back to knobles uh i have no idea if flying turns is going to be open to you um i know i know their opening weekend was apparently like i do not good um but yeah i hope it will be no idea won't be surprised if it's not but yeah knobles on june 14th uh really looking forward to riding phoenix again you know, I mean, it, it's Phoenix. It's amazing. That's the main reason for going back to that park. Um, and at this point, it's pretty much me finishing up my trip while Jack is back at home. June 15th is going to be my first ever visit. Well, technically second, since I have been on property. But uh, my first visit where I get to ride stuff to Dorney Park. Uh, Hydra has been a low-key bucket list for me for 10... Or, well a top 10 bucket list for me for a while. Um, obviously Talon, Jack raves enough about Talon. See if steel force is a monorail like Mamba. Then on June 16th will be my first ever visit to six flags. Great adventure. Hoping Jersey devil will be open by then. And also 
Oh, yeah, if Jer- I should mention that if Jersey Devil's not open, we're scrapping that day because that is really what's getting us to go back there. Um, if again, scrapping it, going to Hershey. Yeah, I feel you. But yeah, sixteenth Great Adventure. Looking forward to uh, El Toro, King Ka, Jersey Devil, Nitro. June seventeenth will be my first ever visit to Six Flags America. Also looking forward to the Superman clone. Going to get to ride some other decent-looking rides. They've got Joker's Jinx, Firebird, Roar, Wild One. Uh, maybe Batwing's open. It looks like it's been running this year, so that's a good sign. Then the 18th will be my last park of the trip, and that is my second-ever visit to King's Dominion uh, to ride Twisted Timbers, one of my all-time favorite rides. Also, obviously, I-305. Hopefully, it'll be late enough for me to get a Grizzly Night ride and re-ride that. Dominator, Flight of Fear, it's going to be a good time. And then the 19th is when I drive home. So this You're is... not getting a night ride. Whatever. I'll, I'll still re-ride it again for you. But, yeah, this is my biggest trip ever, 100%. I am very excited. Jack's obviously getting out to stuff that he enjoys. It, it's, it's, it's roller coasters. We're going to have a lot of fun. But, yeah, this is a lot. You've got a lot of content coming your way. This is going to be a big, big summer. Yeah, definitely one of our, it's one of my, I think it's like the medium of our trips. Like it's a lot, it's more, I think it's the medium on part number. We've just been to a lot of these parks. So we're really cleaning up some credit, like new credits. Uh, going to do, I think uh, they're, there's two new parks on this six legs great adventures could it's almost like a new park because i still don't have like five of their credits um but gonna be a lot of fun yeah we're we're gonna have a lot of fun for sure i'm very excited you're very excited and i think that does it so everybody thank you again for listening um you can join the patreon join the discord everything is down below you can follow us at twisted traveler but the r is a one on twitter at twisted underscore travelers on instagram and you can follow jack at thrilling moment you can follow me on instagram at twisted travelers chris thank you all for listening and we will see you next time thanks for listening to the twisted travelers podcast 